Hello and welcome again to the Kingdom Podcast Studio. I'm your humble host, Roderick Smith, sitting here in the podcast studios on a Friday. Normally, I upload all of my episodes on a Wednesday. This week, we had to improvise because of the chaotic schedule uh, that I had. Uh, I had to improvise and go to a different date on just this week alone. So, I want to thank you guys for being patient uh, for uh, waiting to hear the next episode come up. Uh, we're in a very interesting topic right now. We're in a prayer session talking about the goodness of God and talking about ways that we can broaden our relationship through prayer uh, with God, um, how to bring our prayers to life, uh, what we uh, covered on last week and this week. Uh, this episode is about how the three keys of how to pray life-changing prayers. That is prayers that will uh, manifest God's glory. We know when the glory shows up, everything changes. And so uh, with that being said, I want to get into our lesson because I'm so excited. I'm about to pop right now because um, this subject is one that I have very much passion in. Um, I I believe that prayer is the essential tool uh, for the effectiveness if we're going to remove, if we're going to uh, destroy uh, Satan and his obstacles uh, that he sends as distractions on a daily basis throughout the day. And so our prayer life, the Bible says to pray, always pray without ceasing. Uh, That means that you have to have your mind on God. You have to be thinking about the things that are not seen as well as the things that are seen because the things that are seen were made from the things that are not seen. So when we pray, we must pray in the spirit. Uh, So all of that, we're going to talk about it. uh, But when I was studying for uh, this episode, God brought me to the book of Isaiah, Isaiah chapter 6. We all know that, you know, in the year the king Uzziah died, uh, Isaiah said, I saw the Lord and he was high and exalted, seated on the throne, seated on the throne. I want you to know that King Uzziah is dead, <laughs> but he says, I saw the Lord, the king of kings, seated on the throne. And he was high and exalted. Above him were seraphim. These are angelic beings. Each with six wings. With two wings, they covered their faces. With two wings, covered their feet. And with two wings, flying. And they were calling to one another. Listen good. Holy, holy, holy. The whole earth is filled with his glory. Wow. This is really good. I want to tell you why why is this really good? Because it also lets us know that no matter what's going on in our life, no matter who passes away, no matter what the circumstance is, we have a king. And he is the king of kings and the Lord of lords. And he will bring us 
to his presence that we will take our eyes take our gaze off of the things that are around us and focus upon him that's who he is he's the king that can do that so although Judah here in the text was experiencing turmoil at the death of its king King Uzziah the true king was seated on the throne in sovereign glory. I want you to know that. In sovereign glory. Isaiah thus learned that the kingdom of God operates according to his will, not according to outward circumstance. If we embrace the kingdom principle, which is what we're getting ready to do in the three keys to pray, life-changing prayers, get this. If we embrace the kingdom principle, it will change our lives. In other words, we will see our prayers being manifested. That brings us to key number one. We must acknowledge God's presence in our circumstance. We must acknowledge God's presence in our circumstance. Isaiah here, he acknowledges God's presence. You know, when we when you when you do the study on kings, you knew a king was effective. You knew a king was a powerful king by the length of his robe. And the length of his robe also, at the end of that robe, it would have uh, little tassel bulbs uh, on the end at the hem. And this represented the battles that he had won. Now, the Bible here tells us uh, that Isaiah said, I saw the Lord high and exalted, seated on the throne, and the train of his robe filled the temple. These angelic beings are hovering over him, and they're crying out, holy, holy, holy is the Lord Almighty. They were not stuttering, but this is a profound statement that they was giving due diligence to God and the authority in which they knew they were in the presence of an almighty sovereign God seated above, high, and lifted up is who he is. That's who we serve. So when we study the three keys to pray life-changing prayers, we must go to another level than what we see. The, the thing that you're praying for, you have to know that there is a level that is above it. And in that realm governs the seen realm in which we live in. Kings are on this level Their jurisdiction is in the natural level. But let me tell you something. There is a king that sits high and he looks low. There's a king that can even come down and be with you in the midst of your circumstance. And when we acknowledge him and his presence in the circumstance, the circumstance has to change. So key number one is to acknowledge God's presence.
that is important to get. Acknowledge his presence. So now that brings us to key number two. Key number two in the study of the three keys to pray life-changing prayers is to submit or embrace God's sovereign reality. I'm immediately uh, brought to focus on um, what the seraphim were crying out. They were crying out, holy, holy, holy is the Lord Almighty. The whole earth is filled with your glory. Um, Hebrew word for holy is unique. Uh, As a matter of fact, the whole Hebrew language is unique when it comes to word studies. Every word carries the meaning of the root word that it derived from originally. In this way, the Hebrew word for holy is kadosh. 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 It comes from the root word kadash. In simpler terms, it means to be set apart for a specific purpose. The Hebrew word holy, which is kadosh, 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 means to be set apart for a specific purpose. The illustration of that, uh, to just kind of make it real simple for us to understand, is every home has uh, a set of dishes that is only brought out for purposes of entertaining very special guests. Regular dishes are at eye level. Anybody can come in and reach those. But these dishes that are set apart for special occasions, many times you have to know the the, the shelf of that kitchen to even access those to even know where they're located many times they're set up high where nobody can get to them but those who acknowledge and know the meaning of what they are there for the purpose are you getting that so when we're talking spiritually these seraphim they know oh they know that they're in the presence of a holy God Isaiah realized and understood that the king Uzziah was dead but there is a king that sits high and on he's on his throne and his presence his robe it fills the temple now a brief history of what was going on so although Judah was experiencing turmoil at the death of its king Uzziah the true king was seated on his throne in sovereign glory (laughs) with a purpose set apart from the king that was dead letting the people know that the king of kings still lives yeah, he still lives. Isaiah was learning and learned that the king of the kingdom 
of God operates according to his will, not according to the outward circumstance. There was some things going on, you know, while they lived under the ruleship of here in the natural realm of uh, King Uzziah. They also knew that there is a king that sits on the throne. We must acknowledge God's presence. We must submit. We must embrace God's sovereign rule. That's number two. Moving to number three, we must see through the lens of God's sovereign grace. See through the lens of God's sovereign grace. That means that here in the natural realm, there will be things that will happen. Natural occurrences. All of these things that are in the natural are subject to change. Subject to die. Kings of this realm have many plans but when they die their plans die with them only the king of king and the lord of holy 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 is he kadosh 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 that's why the seraphim could cry out holy 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 the lord god almighty the earth is filled with his glory when you think about that that brings us into his presence that is the purpose of these three keys is to that when, so that when we get in God's presence we acknowledge him on a greater level this definition about the king in which we pray to the King of Kings, the Lord of the, the Most High God, the Holy One. <laughs> as we study this lesson and as we glean from the Word of God about who God is and His presence and how He fills us, we see something here. What did Isaiah see? He saw a God who is holy to the third power. <laughs> to the third power. That's what he saw. So when we see through the lens, which is the third key of God's grace, what is grace? God's unmerited favor. For the whole earth realm. He's seen it. The Lord of armies. The holy one. The matchless one. I don't know about you. But I'm really. Acknowledging. As I speak right now. The presence of God. And what he's doing in the earth realm. So as we go forth, even in the next episode, into understanding God's glory, 
you must understand that when we pray, we must pray with life-changing prayers. If you want your prayers answered, if you want to see things different, if you want to see the world come into submission, living under God's comprehensive rule, we must pray with life-changing prayers. So let it be said, let it be done right now here on earth as it is in heaven. Thank you for being a part of what God is doing. May God bless each and every one of you. Look forward to seeing and hearing from you on next week. God bless.